There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to episode two of series two of Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. Today's episode is called The Beauty in Your Life. Leading Portuguese journalist Antonio Mateus, former foreign correspondent reporting on Nelson Mandela in South Africa, interviews Prem Rawat in Barcelona in Spain. This engaging interview looks at overcoming terrorism, unlearning ignorance and allowing elbow room in life. For more information as ever, head over to www.premrawat.com. This podcast is brought to you thanks to Udo's Oil, made with your health in mind. For more information, go to www.udoschoice.com and www.theudo.com. That's U-D-O. Enjoy the show. Mr. Brown, you've been for 50 years now spreading the peace word, the peace message around the world. What is not working? Well, it works. Spreading of the message actually works. It makes a profound difference in people's life. What doesn't work is all the systems that are there in this world that I see are failing people, but people just keep believing in those things instead of understanding themselves, you know, and I was in South Africa and it was really amazing because people would, uh, I was talking about peace and I, I was taking calls and people were saying, it's not possible. Because one gentleman said, you know, when I have a young daughter and she doesn't see the difference in the black, white, she just, plays with everybody, enjoys her time. But this is something that is learned. And he said, but peace is not really possible. And I said, well, hang on. If this is a learned behavior, then we can unlearn it. You know, and why do we keep learning it and passing it on? Unlearn it, understand that every human being on the face of this earth is the same. We all have problems. Our problems are not new. Nobody has new problems. Somebody before us had exactly the same problem, felt exactly the same way. And here we are in this time, in this moment, repeating what has been repeated again and again and again. When do we break out of that cycle? And when do we accept, here I am, I am alive, I'm here. I have good in me, I have bad in me. And so once we start to break this habit that we have found ourselves in, 
I think we will see a new day and have a new appreciation for the message that I have because I am not the only one with this message. This message has echoed for centuries across the world, starting from Socrates, know thyself, and even before that, that there is something that is to be understood about each human being. When when uh, witnesses in our days problems like Islamic State violence, the world doesn't know how to face that kind of threat. How do you feel it? Well, first of all, it's not Islam. It's a few people who are hiding behind the shield. They just happen, you know, it's like a lot of people call Hindus Hindi. Now, Hindi is a language. And Hindus, that's a religion. So it's the same thing. People say, oh yeah, they're, they're all Islam. This is all about Islam going crazy. It's not. It's just a few people, just like anywhere else, who have a very radical way of thinking. Now, culturally, there is a lot of toughness and there is a lot of kindness in that culture. I have traveled across many, many countries. I have many, many friends who believe in Prophet Muhammad, who believe in Islam. And I have seen that they're very kind, very beautiful. And so every human being really has 50% good, 50% bad. And if they have only nurtured the bad, then that's what's going to be prevalent. And if they nurture the good, then that's what's going to be prevalent. And we have to understand that we can't start putting everything in a box. All our lives, well, that's what we do. We put things in a box. We see a guy with a big scar on his face, dangerous. He could be the sweetest person in the face of this earth, but that's not what we see. We see the scar. We see somebody is tall, somebody is stronger than us, somebody is weaker than us. I mean, every day, every day, box, 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 box. We're human beings. We're on the face of this earth. We're not better than a lion. We're not better than a giraffe. Giraffe can do things we can't do. Lion can do things we can't do. Lion has one advantage over us. He's ferocious, strong, but when he is full, He will go and not be aggressive, lie down and take it easy. We, when we are full, keep on being greedy. At least he lets go of the carcass. Okay, rest of you can eat, it's fine. But we don't do that. We have greed in us, we have anger in us, and the root of so many of our problems, the fear. Fear is an amazing element that really comes and, and makes us incapable of going forward. And I see that as human beings, we can overcome these problems, all this terrorism. But how is terrorism used? Terrorism is used exactly with that first word called terror fear, to strike fear in people. 
But then the governments take that same fear and perpetuate it even more. Oh yes, you have to be do this, you have to 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 do this. And the whole point is, oh, we're keeping you safe. But wait a minute, don't you know who these people are? How did they get trained? To make war costs a lot of money. War, war isn't free. It takes weapons, it takes training of the weapons, it takes a lot of effort to get into a war. For peace, you don't have to do anything. It doesn't cost any money. You don't have to do really anything. Just let human beings be, give everybody some elbow room, and let the kindness be there. And things will work. But all of this stuff that we've got going on, the terror, the fear, it has always been played upon on us. You know, the, the, the fear of heaven and the fear of hell. Actually, the allurement of heaven, I should say, and the fear of hell. You do this, you will go to hell. Go, go where? You know, this is what I say, that every time a baby is born and the baby weighs seven pounds, you think the earth gets seven pounds heavier? And if somebody is 200 pounds and they die, you think the earth gets 200 pounds lighter? Go where? Heaven is here. Hell is here. What is hell? When you're not in heaven, that's hell. And when you're in heaven, what, ha what is happening? You are in light. You're in an understanding of yourself. You have perpetuated kindness. You have perpetuated the courage instead of fear. You have uh, perpetuated knowledge instead of ignorance. You love clarity. You think first and do later. <laughs> Because most of the world does first and think later. I mean, when I go to people who have been incarcerated in these institutions, this is what I tell them. I said, remember, you did first and now you're thinking. And you're going to be thinking for a long time. But if you would have just thought first and then acted, you wouldn't be here. Sitting here thinking, 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 thinking. So... You know, the, the, the possibilities are there, but why are we not perpetuating kindness? Why, why are we not perpetuating understanding? Why are we not perpetuating the elements that are going to see us through the problems that we have? These problems that we have are not problems that somebody dropped on us on our laps. These are problems that we have created. All the problems that you see are problems that we actually have created. The good thing about that is, since we created them, we can undo them. That possibility exists. But it takes consciousness, it takes courage, it takes understanding, it takes clarity to do that. When, uh, when uh, looks to your uh, foundation from the outside, the first thing that struck me was the relevance of human dignity. How come? Without human dignity, if you take away the human dignity, that's like taking a lion and taking away what a lion is. Mm. You know, he will, when he has that dignity, hold his head up. When that dignity is gone, he looks down. 
He walks away. We need our dignity. See, again, if we understood ourselves, we, 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 we would understand how important that dignity is. You know, when the problems come in our life, the first thing we lose is our dignity. And then we fall prey. But by having the dignity, I am alive. I'm here. I have in me good. I have in me courage. I have in me understanding. I have in me kindness. And first thing, I need to be kind to myself. Before I can be kind to somebody else, I need to be kind to myself. Because everything I do on the outside is really a projection of what's going on here. I can wake up one day. The sun isn't any different. The day isn't any different, except maybe a different number on it. And I can be frustrated. But do you think it's the day or it's me? It's not the day. It's not the world. The world is the same. Everything is the same. But the frustration is coming from me, not from the outside. But I love to blame the world. I love to blame somebody else for my problems. Oh, it's that person. It's that person. It's that situation. It's that thing. It's that thing. If you want light, in a dark room, you have to light the lamp. You have to light the lamp. And my analogy would be, instead of lighting the lamp, people are grabbing buckets and taking and trying to scoop the darkness and throw it out the window. It's not going to work. One thing I say, how far is darkness from light? They're two opposite things. How far is it? You turn off the lights, how long does it take for the darkness to arrive? It's instant. And you turn on the light, and how long does it take for the darkness to disappear? It's instant. It's not like gradually it happens. It's instant. Both there. Always. Always. One diminishes, darkness is gone, light comes. Brilliant. We can see. This is the advantage of the light for us. Now we can see. Nothing changes. When a room is completely dark, nothing changes. It's not like the bed moves or disappears, or the table moves or disappears, or the obstacles that are in the room disappear. No, they're all there, but we can't see. Which place takes discipline in your life? The discipline in the life is to be with the light. With the light. Is it central for your own life? It is essential. The discipline is to wake up in the morning and say, how do I want today to be? You are always in this uh, positive mood, or sometimes you wake up under the bed sheets and If sing, I was always mm. in the positive mood, I wouldn't need any discipline. I wouldn't understand anything because all I would have ever seen is the light. I wouldn't know about the darkness. And if I don't know about the darkness, and I don't know about the light, how can I help anybody, including myself? 
Of course there is bad. In me, I completely understand that 50%, exactly 50% of me is bad. When you look to yourself, you see already your life standing on yourself. Or you finger point the others first. Same thing. If I am in that 50% bad, I will point the finger. If I'm in the 50% good, I will see the three fingers pointing at me. Most of us, we dedicate our lives finger pointing the others, forgetting about our own. Do you agree with that? Three fingers are pointing at us. When we point one finger at somebody, three fingers are pointing at us. Look at you first. But to have that, I have to be in the good. In the bad, I'm blinded. To be able to see it, you have to be... See? This is the thing. That's what's bad about darkness. I will hurt myself because now I can't see my obstacles. I cannot go around. Obstacles isn't the problem. A big boulder, a big rock on the road isn't the problem if I can go around it. But if I don't see it, then it's a big problem. Then it's a really big problem. Along these 50 years, you met so many world leaders that you lost count for sure. Do you, how would you evaluate? Most of, it, most of them have that sense of wisdom or you are not very positive about that evaluation. I remember one person, but he was not a leader. He was a farmer. You remember when? I have the most, if somebody says to me, In your 50 years, other than your father, your family, your friends, or people that, you know, you keep talking with and so on, who did you meet that you only met once, once, that you still remember? For a brief period of time, but you still remember. It'll be this farmer. I was driving in India. They had packed the lunch. They forgot water. So had the lunch and now even thirstier. And it was really hot outside. So we saw a farmer side of the road. And he was throwing this uh, bag. It's made out of skin into the water and then pulling it up and watering his plants. And we went up to him. And we said, can we have some water? And he was so kind. He said, of course, of course. And he gave us water. And he said, come, come. I have a little hut over there. And I have some dry bread and some pickles. This is all I have. But please, I want to offer this to you. His kindness, his kindness. I mean, there I am in a car. Obviously, I'm better dressed than him. But his kindness. He knew that I'm a human being too, that I may be hungry. And he offers me whatever he has. Obviously, it takes him hard work to get even that little bread and make the little pickles. But he gives freely 
of what I would consider was probably the most valuable thing to him. But he gives freely. Generosity. I was very young when this happened, and I have never forgotten. And when I talk about him, I see him. I'm, I know he's dead now. He was old then. But he will never die, because he lives here. He's alive. He's well. And I travel the world, and I see how kind. When that good is there, how kind, how beautiful it can be. Hello you, my name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, Dave, it's were you yawning at the start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Rule of Threes, your Brian and Rogers, your musicals, your bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting because, let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bill. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's a word in, in Africa that I treasure, that probably you know it, Ubuntu. Ubuntu stands for, I will never be happy if you are not, if people mm -hmm. around me are not. So if I dedicate my life making people around me happy, I will have much better chances of being happy than if I try to be happy myself. Do you subscribe that, uh, that philosophy? Well, uh we are dependent upon other people for certain kind of happiness. I mean, 
this is true. When a father comes home and his children run up to him and say, Papa, 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 so great to see you, so great to love you. Your wife is waiting for you and she say, oh, so glad to see you. Or your friends, so glad to see you. But the real happiness comes from you. Your happiness really comes from you. It cannot, other people cannot be the catalyst for it. Because if other people are the only catalysts for that happiness, and if they for some reason disappear, for whatever the reason is, you will find yourself very lonely. I always say this, you know, a man with crutches, say can't walk properly or whatever, you have crutches. And you take away that person's crutches and that person will fall. You really have to learn how to stand on your own legs, not on crutches. And, 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 and trusting and doing everything outside, loving people, there's nothing wrong with that. And accepting their love is nothing wrong with that. But there, has, there is a love inside of you for this time that you are here, that, that you're alive. And you have to understand that love. You have to, you have to accept that love. You are alive. This is your truth. This is what's really happening in your life. It's not your business. It's not your job. It's not this. You are alive. You were born and you're going to die. Are you a happy person? I try to be. I have exactly 50% bad. That makes me very sad. And I have 50% that's good. That makes me very happy. What moves you then? You've been as we mentioned, for half a century, spreading the peace world, the message around the world, what tickles you? What tickles me is my heart. It's my heart. And what is the heart? That's where the clarity resides. That's where the courage in a human being resides. That's where the divine in a human being resides. That's that place. It may be no physical place, but it is the combination of all that is good in me the perpetuator of good in me, mm. that's where it resides. And that's what I call a heart. Mm. And for me, if I am conscious, then I will choose the good. This is what I want. I mean, nobody has to teach me to choose the good. This is beautiful. Mm. Because everywhere I go, I mean, I see people, I, I, just a few days ago, I was in... Pretoria prison in uh, uh, Pretoria and there was a person who was in for 250 years. He's not going to come out of that prison alive. But he's going through the peace education program. He chose that. This is so beautiful about a human being. You don't have to Teach somebody to like. Once you can establish that, okay, there is the 50% good in you, there is the 50% bad in you, you don't have to do anything else. They will choose the good. They will choose the good. And that's, that says something about a human being. When you were only eight years old, please correct me if uh, I'm wrong, when you were only eight years old, you took up on yourself to spread this kind of message. How come a, a boy, when one is eight, has that sort of clarity inside of him and determination for spreading such a heavy uh, message? For me, in my life, 
since I was very, very young. Actually, my first speech that I gave was when I was four years old on the stage. I, we have a picture of it. And I, my sister even saved uh, the clothing that I was wearing that day in that picture. So that was very sweet of her. But I, for me, I always saw things that there was something real and something was not real. And for me, I wanted in my life, for whatever was happening, to be real. Somehow I was attracted to reality. I would attribute a lot of this to what my father talked about. My father would talk about knowing yourself. I would be there in my mother's lap asleep, but still listening somehow. And this reality really attracted me. I didn't understand what reality meant in the big sense of the word or the philosophical sense of the word. But reality to me was when I was hungry, I was hungry. And it didn't matter what time it was. And I needed to have food. And when I was full, I was full. Nobody had to tell me, now you're full. Now you're hungry, now you're this, now you're that. And so then the issue became of why I'm happy, why am I not happy? And I have a story, and it's a very nice story. Uh, there was a, this story has nothing to do with me, but uh, the story is there was a settlement of American Indians in a valley. And one day, one boy from the settlement came to the chief and said, Chief, I have a question. And my question is, why are some people good sometimes? And the same people who are good are bad sometimes. So not like some people are always good and some people are always bad, but some people who are good sometimes become bad the other times, and then some people who are bad the other times become good sometimes. And the chief looked at the boy and said, there are two wolves in us. Wolves. A good wolf and a bad wolf. So the boy thinks about this. He says, so what? He said, these two wolves fight. They fight with each other. So he looks at the chief and he says, why do they fight with each other? Ah, the chief says, to gain supremacy over you, take over. Then the boy thinks about it. And he says, so chief, which wolf wins? And the chief said, the one you feed. The one you feed. So for me, in a way, my life has been trying to feed the good wolf. Now people get involved in trying to punish the bad wolf, but they don't understand that by punishing the bad wolf, you're not actually helping the good wolf. Helping the good wolf is exactly that, helping the good wolf.
feed the good wolf, feed the good in you. Appreciate the good in you. And that's in a way what that eight-year-old wanted to do. And sometimes succeed, sometimes failure. My life was very different. I, I, I understood that because I go to school and I'm just like everybody else. I have to carry my bag, I have to sit down. Have you done your homework? Have you not done your homework? Problems, this, that, whatever. And then all of a sudden, one application, oh, he has to go on the tour, and I am out talking to 10,000 people, 5,000 people, 6,000 people, and back to school, and I'm just a regular kid. I'm nobody, just a regular kid who's got his homework to do, who's got this to do, who's got to pass, who's got to fail, who's got all these problems, all these issues. And in this change of there I am on the stage and I am talking to 10,000 people, they're looking at me and they're paying attention to me. And I'm telling them things and they're amazed. And I'm in a school, 40 kids in one classroom and I've got my issues just like everybody else. What is real? So here's that appreciation again of what is real. Is that little boy who sits on the stage, is he Prem Rawat? Or is this kid that's sitting in this classroom with 40 other kids Prem Rawat? So then I understood that that's not Prem Rawat who sits on the stage. And this isn't Prem Rawat who sits in this classroom. Prem Rawat is always there, regardless of what Prem Rawat does. Prem Rawat is someone who's alive. And this is the first function of Prem Rawat, not a student, not a teacher, but the Prem Rawat that breathes, that thinks, that has the capacity to understand, that lives. Prem Rawat is here one day and Prem Rawat is going to be gone one day. As a final question, after all this travel in your life, are you surprised of what you achieved in terms of impact with other human beings? You have thousands of people listening, believing, and somehow gaining light for their own lives through yours. Um, are you surprised with that? Only when I look back. I don't see what I have accomplished unless I look back. That's my past. I want to look to the future. And in the future, it might be four people. Not a hundred thousand. Not a million. I mean, just the one day. I call it the Super Tuesday. It was Tuesday, 17th, May, 2016. I do two radio interviews in one day and I reached a little over 10 million people but only if I look back because Super Tuesday of 17th of May is gone 
Now in 2017, it'll come again. But I look what is in front of me. 10 people, 20 people, 30 people who maybe I could help. Maybe if I, I could help. If I could tell them that they're alive, that they have 50% good, that they have 50% bad, and all they have to do is feed the right wolf in their life. That's it. And then one day I won't be anymore. I don't look forward to that day, and I know it's coming. I don't have to make an appointment. But till that day comes, this is, I am still here, I am alive. And this is what Prem Rawat can do. He can go to people and he can explain something, simplify something for someone that people have made so incredibly complicated. Being alive is not complicated. Being happy is not complicated. Looking forward in your life, having courage, having hope, having beauty in your life is not complicated. It is not complicated. Having peace is not complicated. It is war that is complicated. You have to feed greed. You have to feed unconsciousness. You have to create weapons. You have to create countries. You have to make rules. You have to make prisons. You have to have people who are important and people who are not so important. You have to do so much to get to the point of where we are today. And if human beings can understand, they're human, they have kindness in them, they have good in them, and you don't have to do anything. You, you don't have to make weapons to have peace. You don't have to create wars to have peace. You know, it's simple. It's all you have to do. It's like there was a competition one time between the wind and the sun. The wind said, I am more powerful. The sun said, well, I am more powerful. So, so we should have a competition. So the wind said, okay, I will go first. And the challenge is there is this man walking on the road. Whoever can take off his jacket, make, make him take off his jacket, wins. So the wind went first. It blew. It blew. And the guy hung on to his jacket even more. It blew stronger. And he hung on to his jacket even more. He blew, the wind blew even more. And he hung on to his jacket even more. Finally, the wind gave up. Looked at the sun and said, okay, your turn. And the sun just shone. And it got warm. And the guy took off his jacket. That to me is what we are about. It will happen. If that light comes into our lives, if we allow that light to shine, this is what will happen. It's not complicated. It is really, really not complicated. Thank you, sir, for feeding the good wolf on <laughs> us. Well, you're most welcome, and I hope I keep feeding my good wolf, and everybody takes that to heart. Uh, can make a profound difference. Profound difference. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. We'll be back soon with more episodes. In the meantime, it would be great if you could subscribe and give us a review as well. For more information, go to premrawat.com.
www.peterpigowl.com. Hello, my name is Pete Ellison. This is Dave Cribb. Hello, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends, as you might have guessed from the music that's playing underneath, uh, which is a sort of lo-fi rendition of the Friends theme tune for rights reasons. We get a different guest on every week on our podcast to talk about their favourite episode of Friends. And we look through it in excruciating detail. We pick through levels of plot like no one has ever done before. So if you like Friends or just listening to people talking, which are both valid activities, do look us up on the old podcast app than that friends with friends and we're on twitter at friends wf flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's united healthcare insurance plans Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 